0: Life and football are very similar. Without an identity, you will not achieve your ultimate prize.
1: Defense wants championships.
2: Pride and passion meet success. You gotta love what you do.
0: Thank you for listening to
3: the East West Football Podcast with Jerry Martinez, Kendall Whitney, and now
2: here is your host, Fidel Barraza.
1: Marcellus, welcome back to the show. How you doing, my friend?
3: Oh, I'm doing great because I see all three of y'all there. What's up, baby? And hey, we appreciate your time. Always, man. Love y'all, bro. For real. So let's get into it. we are we about to talk about? Some sports? <laughs> We're talking about some
1: sports, NFL. But you know what? First, I want to talk NBA. Okay. We had a trade that happened last night in the middle of the night. Kevin <laughs> yeah, right. Durant was sent to the Phoenix Suns to pair up with Devin Booker, Chris Paul, which I thought maybe he was going to get traded. And mm. DeAndre Ayton, what do you think of the Phoenix Suns, you being a Clippers
3: fan? Yeah, man. Look, uh, it's about to be gangster out west like it always has been since I've been <laughs> alive growing up in the uh, <laughs> L.A. in the west. But uh, it's good, man, because they're remixing the formula because that team was a championship contended team. Obviously, this year it's been a little off center. Uh, a lot of reports, like you said, Chris Paul potentially can go, how they going to blow this up. And instead of blowing it up, they really reinvented themselves. And I like that. Um, there's going to be competition out here. Clippers obviously look poised to do something, but it's been a roller coaster playing with the lineups, making sure they stay healthy for the playoff run and at the right time. Uh, you look at the Golden State Warriors who seem like they can't lose at home and can't win on the road. Like you just see the Denver. I mean, it, it's going to be crazy to see this playoffs series go down whether it's dallas now with their trade and kyrie and once luka comes back how that team's gonna look and that's the way you want it like as the nba looks at it from a business perspective they want us to imagine all different possibilities they don't want somebody to just sit back comfortably like ah we're the kings and everyone else is fighting for silver so i like it i mean i think the clippers staying healthy and finding their lineup their makeup I mean they've won 8 of the last 11 games. They just lost last night, but they were on a hot streak. I feel real confident in my team if we're healthy when the playoffs start. But it's going to be fun cuz there's a lot of teams out there that's going to go hunt for it. Yeah, that's one I, I don't know
0: streak. what I don't know what team to go for. Uh, I was I'm from Texas. I'm a Texas boy. That dude. Okay. So, you know, I I like Tim Duncan and like Manu and 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 you know, uh Parker, but I mean I'm kind of like in in that space where I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to go full football. So, you know, maybe, maybe now I can be, I, now maybe I can actually be a bandwagoner uh, in basketball, I guess.
3: But I mean, so look—you we'll got you got multiple teams. You got Dallas. First of all, just pick Dallas, and you're good. Uh, I see the star behind you. It ain't that hard. Uh, go with the Mavs. <laughs> you got the Houston Rockets. Stop talking about San Antonio. Like that's a wrap, dog. <laughs> ain't nobody going out there. Nobody wanted to go to San Antonio in the first place, even when they were winning. Now they ain't winning. Man, don't even talk about them dudes. It's a wrap. So yeah, that's go sweet. with the Mavs. You got a shot. Yeah, f- funny story. Yeah. I was actually
0: born. I was actually born in Dallas. That's that's the funny story.
3: Oh real? What you got? Yeah. Self-hate, self-hate going on? Why you can't play? <laughs> What's going on? All right? It's because
0: I'm so I'm so I'm so far south Texas that San Antonio's three hour drive for me.
3: Hold on. Where are you exactly? Where do you live?
0: It is called Harlingen, Texas.
3: Damn, you know oh. it's small when somebody say it's called. <laughs> <laughs> it's called what? <laughs> and another one they hit you with too. Uh, they say oh, San Antonio, just a little outside. I hate when people don't say exactly where they're from and just straight up. Man, you better put. Was it Harlington? Put Harlington on the map. It's on.
0: No, <laughs> no, Harlingen, Harlingen, Harlingen. Yeah. But Damn. I will tell you this: we did have a. Uh, remember when we had um,
3: no, oh uh, no Trey way. Wingo.
0: <laughs> We yep, had Trey yep. Wingo on, and uh, okay. he was like, "What?" He goes, "You're you're from Texas, Jerry?" I go, "Yeah." He goes, "What well, part of Texas?" I was like, oh, "You won't know. You won't know." Trey. See, that's
3: what they do all the time. That's why nobody knows, because y'all always go, "You wouldn't know." <laughs> like, say, it. Uh, yeah, "Yeah." I live <laughs> no, you
0: know.
1: between hey. Fresno and Bakersfield in a small town named Tulare. So
3: I never say Tulare because nobody knows where Tulare is. And that's part of the problem. No one ever going to know it because you never say it. Uh, you got to start saying these little-ass <laughs> places. Y'all some, where you from, Kendall?
2: Y'all some dusty-ass living people. Where y'all I'm at? from. I'm from. <laughs> hey, yeah. if you don't know where Teleri at, you don't know where Harden is I'm from Kenley, North Carolina. But I'm not I'm not too far from Raleigh, North Carolina, though. It's uh, the same thing. It's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Golly. How y'all even like, y'all it? We gotta How y'all got
3: We got to put ourselves on the map. Man, y'all ain't even got Wi-Fi <laughs> to put this podcast together. How y'all doing this? Like, I'm amazed. I'm amazed y'all friendly. got bars. <laughs> oh, and the, the
0: funny part is I'm from the valley, but Fidel's from the valley. So I don't get it. You know, which which one is the valley?
3: Man, y'all. I mean, good for y'all. Put them all on the map. I like it. Y'all just keep doing this <laughs> podcast. And those spots like Harlingen, they're gonna blow up one day.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, a lot of people know South Padre Island. That's actually a big time, uh it's a big time spring break place. So it's huge. Mm.
3: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You Body can actually boy. walk
0: around with you can walk around with your drink in your hand, uh, like alcoholic beverage and everything.
3: You do that everywhere if you somebody no, just stop. <laughs> Let me stop. On the
0: beach, on on the actual beach, you cops won't even mess with you.
3: Yeah, they do that in L.A. too. I'll just let you know, like I, I, they drink on the beaches in L.A. too. You just maybe got to be a little more discreet. But I get it. I get it.
1: All right, let's move on. Now. Let's talk to some NFL. So obviously, from the last time we talked to you, a lot has happened. Tom Brady retired,
3: <laughs> again, again. Yeah, the Broncos yeah. <laughs>
1: traded for Sean Payton. Mm-hmm. Panthers hired Frank Reich as their head coach. The Texans hired D'Amico Ryan's as their head coach. Yeah, yeah. And we got a big game this Sunday between the Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles, Super Bowl Fifty Seven. Just want to get your
3: thoughts on oh, all of that. On Shit. all of that. Okay, let's start
2: with. Uh, <laughs> all right,
3: let's start with. Let's start with the one I, I don't have much to say about. D'Amico Ryan's to the Texans. I'm glad he got paid. Like <laughs> um, he's a great coach, greater person, amazing. Uh, what is it, Houston, Texas, right now? Goodness. Um, It's weird because in in that division, obviously, you got the Colts, you got the Titans, and you think about Jacksonville, who looks poised to really just run with that division going forward. You got a chance to do something there. Uh, But low expectations. Hopefully, uh, he exceeds them. uh, But they also don't have a short leash because you know how that can go. You get a six-year deal, they could cut you real quick. So uh, here's the thing. Let's talk about Frank Wright, which is a – he's a good coach. Didn't work out in and Indy for the obvious reason. He couldn't find a quarterback. Like he tried, he tried, he tried. And then finally, one more lifeline, and Carson Wentz didn't work out. Said, oh, and then, oh my God, we were... Matt Ryan. Oh God. <laughs> so I get that. But Frank Reich's a good coach. Eve Wilkes. Uh, he went six and six. Uh, one to six games that he did. Six of the seven were won by him. But he's been a head coach before Arizona Cardinals that didn't go so well. Um, I can understand why you want a Frank Wright in there because you're going to have some quarterback issues. Maybe he can address them, even though it didn't work out in Indy. Sean Payton, that's a beast. That looks amazing. I think Sean Payton, though, as great as that roster looks, he has some apprehension in terms of Russell Wilson and where he is in his career. Uh, We heard for years about Russell Wilson in Seattle. From all his teammates, from people up there who saying, Russell is a little different than you guys perceive him as. Um, he's a great quarterback, but not as great as you think he is. Um, he's a good leader, but not as good as you think he is. Um, he's a great player, but not as great as you think he is. Like, it was kind of like there was always an issue. It was usually the Legion of Boom or some other players that we all just said, ah, oh, they're just disgruntled. They're just mad, jealous of his success. Now we're kind of like, maybe they were right. <laughs> like Russell Wilson talking about falling off a cliff. Goodness. So this is gonna be a huge year for Russ. Um, Sean Payton knows that he's secure whether Russ succeeds or not. Uh, he's gonna to try to build him back up and see what he can do. But uh, you got to dress Russell Wilson up. It's no fixing what he does, it's just dressing him up. But that's gonna be fun to watch. Uh, Super Bowl, keep it simple, man. I think that the Kansas City Chiefs are gonna be more comfortable in uncomfortable moments of this big game and therefore they're going to win this game. Uh, Jalen Hurston looked amazing in the NFC Championship game. They won, so we excuse it. But if he does that again in the Super Bowl against the Andy Reid offense, that's going to put up some points you would assume against this Philadelphia Eagles defense, then it's going to be too much. I just think it's going to be the slight edge. Now, Patrick Mahomes, my man, he's going through his Kobe moment because Kobe famously used to say, I want to win, but I want to be the reason we win. So, Kansas City right now has won a Super Bowl and lost one. And then neither one did Patrick Mahomes play a great game. Both bad games. But he won one, so he got an excuse. The second one, we were like, no touchdowns, nobody. If he goes out there, even with the injury and lays an egg again, it's going to look different for Patrick Mahomes, the great. So, I think there's a lot more on his shoulders, a lot more of him to burden than just winning this game. He wants to be the reason. They win this game, and if you ask me any other questions in there, I'm sorry, I forgot. I've been hitting the head a lot.
2: <laughs> hey, Marshall, that, was, that was some real good points, man.
3: Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. That's what we do in LA. You know this big city talk. You know what I mean? <laughs> Let me stop.
2: Yeah. Right. While we on the Super Bowl, we do. I know you. Um, you was with Fox and uh, speak for yourself. What's your show that you was most famous for there? Um, Fox is hosting the Super Bowl, so you got all you got the herd there. Undisputed. Um, first things first, speak. And all that. Why do you think they only like they, they mainly cover it every three years where they have the shows and things out there? Why do you think, and you know, how ESPN they they normally go every every year? They have first, second, all the shows out there. Um, They didn't take the carton show, they didn't take the, the morning show. Uh-uh, the carton show didn't go. I know, speak first things first. And they, they hate that man. show.
3: They, hey, I <laughs> talked to some of the execs, they hate that show. I mean, look, you could, have saw it. I mean, golly, I don't talk bad about anybody, but I will talk about, I'll talk bad about what you do, not who you are. Now you figure that out, but that's a horrible show, and it was horrible on paper. I was like, "Golly!" I mean, this is stuff I knew when I was negotiating. Like, mm, that ain't the best lead in. <laughs> that ain't how you want to kick the ball off, coach. Let's just. Say I don't like anymore.
2: it. I don't like it either, man. I turn it on in the morning. But I just I be waiting for Skip and Shannon to come on now. Mm-hmm. That
3: part, Skip and Shannon probably mad a little bit because they like this is what's setting us up. Ooh, this ain't how, this ain't no good appetizers over here. This is some bad food. I, dig- right. I digress. Um. Um, Why? okay? there's two things uh, going on at once. One, you can't get the Super Bowl every single year as a network, Mm -hmm. right? NFL uses that as leverage. So it's a big dog and pony show. So when it's your year, you better show up and show out. And NFL is watching. How big of a studio did you build on the beach or in the canyons or the NFL experience? Uh, how was your parties? Uh, what kind of celebrity did you bring? What was your Q rating? How did it rate? How was your performance on air broadcast? Like the NFL is sitting there almost like a fat man, just like rubbed my belly every Super Bowl, whether it's Fox, whether it's ESPN, ABC, whoever, CBS. They're like, show up and show out. You got it this year, then you're gonna wait a couple years, you're gonna get it again. Show up and show off. So every single year, they up the ante. Now, that's one lane. The other lane is, is it productive? Is it financially responsible to bring everyone out there? Because you're not Mm -hmm. just bringing the show. You're not just bringing the talent. You're bringing the crew. You're bringing the setup. And you're bringing those man hours because you're going to be out there all day, every day. What's the bang for your buck? um some shows go all the time and some shows frankly tap out like is it that serious that the backdrop is super bowl and like or you could be in your studio and talk about the super bowl like you know what i mean like it, it depends on how you really want to play it in your bottom line but they spend a ton of money then you got hotels you got car service you gotta get these cats back and forth then they know everybody hanging out is it the best broadcast? Because half the time these cats be losing their voice by Friday and they be partying, <laughs> trying to do both things, lighting both ends of the candle. So it's, it's a lot of big executive decisions. I don't think it's a perfect way to play it, but that's what's happening. Those are all the, the pieces at play all at once.
2: Do they normally allow the meet and greet? Act? Cause I was going to go this year, but some things came up on my end. Do they normally allow the meet and greet after the show? Or I know I'd be watching on TV. I see a lot of fans standing outside and stuff like oh, yeah. that. So after the show goes off, do they really? Do they normally allow y'all to do the meet and greet and take pictures and things like that? Oh
3: yeah, all all day. I mean, look, they have security there. Let's be real. But if you want to, you can. Um And I would do it twenty thirty minutes. You do it, and then after a while, I mean, it's like anything, you know. It's almost like throwing some food in the water. All of a sudden, <laughs> you can just see the piranha coming. Like that. So some cats don't do it at all. I'll be real. And then some cats, you know, give them 20 minutes or so just sitting out there chilling. It's a great experience, man, to meet the people. And then after a while, you got to cut it off so you can go live, so you can go do your thing. And then you've been talking for a couple of hours. Uh, you obviously got to kind of debrief, get into your own zone. So, yeah, you can meet people. and you More than the people on TV. The best part about the Super Bowl is just walking down the street and you're like, is that Bill Parcells? Yeah, that is Bill (laughs) Like, Wait a minute, is that Jeff Fisher? Yeah, that is. uh, Was that Mark Cuban? You're like, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's that random. And at night, if you're in the right spots, you see them all hammered, lit, hydrated, hilarious. And everybody just kind of relaxes. And you're like superstars are just hanging with everybody else the way it should be.
0: Why did, why did my why did the Miami Dolphins lose their uh first round pick this year? Anybody?
1: Oh, why tampering? Tom Brady? Tampering. So, oh. so 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 huh.
0: does does the tampering apply uh amongst networks?
3: In what way? Like get another uh like in other words, you
0: like you go and talk to somebody from ESPN if you're working with FS one, you know, vice versa.
3: Oh, oh man, look, look yeah all that happens all the time it's just don't get caught like you know <laughs> it, it, it's just yeah some guys have got caught though some guys if when you read a headline like all right here's one like damian woody was supposed to do that carton show he should have um to save it Like <laughs> woody would have helped but uh he didn't now how does that come about they've been talking to him and They thought they had something. Then they didn't have something. Then obviously the report comes out. But uh, we could call it tampering so we could label it something. But in reality, a lot of times it's your friend. Like Max Kellerman's my boy. If I talk to Max when I was at FS1, is that tampering? And then Max is like, yo, I want to work with you again. Uh, Talk to my exec, my boss, my producer. Is that tampering? You can say, yes, it is. But really, I'm talking to my boy about another opportunity maybe later. So it happens. All the time, especially, like, at Super Bowls. Um, it happens at the Combines. It happens when everyone's gathered there. You're going to have a drink with somebody that you work with or work on a different network. And then if their boss is there, oh, yeah, man, I love your work. I love what I s- saw what you said about Tom Brady. Like, that's just the way the game goes. And that's the way it should be. Only don't get caught. Because if you get caught, they're going to look bad. And then, they obviously, they're going to have to save face, and they're going to put you on blast.
0: Damn, yeah. Well, you you know how you said earlier, uh, we gotta put ourselves on the map. And uh, well, I gotta put myself on the map. Obviously, you know, I'm a cowboy fan. You can see obviously by the star. I see the jersey right behind you. I see uh, it? the cowboy cast is 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 a project that I've been working on since November. Uh you did talk about Russ, and uh Russ was cooking at one point. I don't know if you remember that. Russ cooking and, and... so uh let me ask you this the Cowboys i need i need a plug for the Cowboys cast i need a little cut up for the tiktok worlds and and the instagrams um do you think that Brian Schottenheimer uh is just a is it a legit move for the Dallas Cowboys and can he bring uh, a a dak attack back
3: um i think Schottenheimer's there to help the run game because that was interesting last year for the Cowboys um despite Tony Pollard being the guy and he's a beast and he should be a beast um Ezekiel Elliott uh, uh look I see his worth uh but I'm not a big Zeke fan anymore I'm like I need a home run hitter at running back like the game is too fast right now to go get clouds of dust and few yards and okay I can put you in on goal line let me be real if I'm Tony Pollard, I done ran the ball 80 yards up here from 20-yard line <laughs> to the goal line. You're giving Zeke the ball, y'all need to stop that. Oh, it's a big fourth down or third down, you give him the ball, you need to stop that. Um, Tony Pollard needs to be the guy, but also he needs to be healthy when you need it the most. Right? Uh, and I, I'm just looking at it like they need to figure out their running game, like really commit. Now the finances is making them still say, hey, Zeke, get your money's worth. We need a return on investment. But Beyond that, in terms of game, if I'm playing on defense, I do not want to see Tony Pollard. I do want to see Ezekiel Elliott. Schottenheimer's in there to make some of those hard decisions. He's a new face, and obviously he's been there as a consultant, but he's in there in a power position to make some of those hard decisions, but to not call plays. That's Mike McCarthy back again. Mike McCarthy gave it up with his hiatus, and he was trying to learn the new game, basically, because the game has shifted. Let's be real. It's evolved. So he wanted to evolve with it, took his hiatus, watched Kellen Moore, watched for a couple years, now feels comfortable in this system, in this position, to now call plays again. Don't forget, he called plays when Green Bay won the Super Bowl, so it's not like he can't do that and do it well. So I think it's going to add up well. I like Dak Prescott. I like the Dallas Cowboys. It's just, hey, they've come up short. And I want people to understand this. Coming up short is not that drastic. The Kansas City Chiefs are now on their third Super Bowl in 4 years. What if they lose? That's one Super Bowl. And if the Dallas Cowboys are sitting there like we have underachieved and we're one Super Bowl away from the dynasty team that exists right now, y'all shut up and let us play. Like they literally if Kansas City loses this year, Dallas wins next year, have the same amount of championships and they're going through this dynasty of the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh you just got to make that make sense so that the Dallas Cowboys don't feel deflated they're they're getting there they haven't gotten over that hump just yet hopefully with a balanced running game with Dak being there when they need him and cut down on some of them turnovers they could get over that hump man
0: <laughs> you i mean you said it and 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 I know how you feel about the Dallas Cowboys personally right but, oh, yeah. damn, you put that – I mean, you said that perfectly. That's going to go on all socials. Uh, I'm going to make sure I tag that dude for that. That was some great content there. Uh, last one real quick. Uh, Super Bowl, are, you, are I'm I'm. imagining you're going to watch it from home.
3: Uh, Keyshawn Johnson's having an event. I was going to have it at home, and I was going to sit there, just chill out. Then I was like, no, nah, I'm going to have it at home, but have people over. And then I start getting all these invites. And I was like, shoot, I'm going to their house. I'm going to their party. I'm going to eat up their food, drink their drink, and mess up their gig. Uh, so we're going to go to Keyshawn Johnson's. That's my dog, man. Uh, remember when he got drafted? He had the biggest, best draft party I've ever seen. Really? Yeah, it was insane. I swear. It was like, I want to say like Suge Knight. I want to say Tupac. <laughs> Tupac and them were like. there, like, like then. Like it was sick. Like, I mean, he was the number one overall pick from LA at the house of blues. It was silly. All I remember is like, yo, I got to make it to the league.
0: Oh, is, I thought you life. said, I thought you said he was, that uh, Tupac was actually there at his draft party. That's oh, crazy. I think
3: he was. I think he was. I Whoa, think he that
0: was. is crazy. I can't
3: lie. I can't lie. It was a blur, Um, but it was star studded. It was sick. It was like, what? So yeah, Um, it's always a good time to hang with my boy key. He crazy, but, uh, he the homie, still.
0: Well, I was gonna say, what's the dish? You know, what's the What's the Super Bowl Sunday dish look like? And I want to know that from Fidel and Kendall, but more, uh, of course, from you.
3: Um, for me, my daughter started making some like buffalo chicken dip, and it was good as hell, it's like spicy, but it still would have the bean, like bean dip with a little spice and chicken, like buffalo wing chicken in sure. it. I was like, when she described it, I was like, I don't want none of that. It sounded like Alpo, sounded like some dog food. But then I, I started eating it. Oh, my God, dang. And I swear I smoked it. Like, I'm one of those cats that eat as much as he wants. And then uh, I just intermittent fasting. Uh, I make sure I don't eat all day, but when I'm eating, I'm eating. And uh, it, that's my dish just some potato chips. I am a salt and chip dude. Like, give me some salt, give me some chips. Doritos, you give me a big party size Costco bag of Doritos. That's for me. That's not for anybody else to have. That nine dollar bag is mine only. I
2: smoke a whole bag, so
0: I'm up <laughs> for it. That's me right there, Kendall. What are you having?
2: I'm more similar to uh, Marcel. I'm more, more like a finger food guy. Give me some the red, the nacho and cheese red bag Doritos. Yeah, I can get some like some ham or turkey bits or something like that. Some Townhouse crackers and wow. um. Some gate, some something to drink. They gotta have like some Gatorade or something like that. But I ain't. I might go out to Little City to get some pizza or whatnot. But it's just gonna be me yep. and a couple of friends at the house. We do like some finger food, some ham, ham and turkey bits, some nacho and cheese Doritos, and some dip, and sit back and watch some football. There you go.
1: What Chicken wings, man. I'm a simple man. I grow chicken wings. I'm good with those.
0: Man, I'm. You know, I don't know. I guess it's just the Mexican culture. I guess, but man, we go all out, man. We're talking about barbecue, leg quarters, fajitas. Do you know what fajitas are? I hope you do.
3: Hell yeah, I, I, <laughs> I like how you said it too. Fajitas, like we out here said fajitas. We go uh fajitas. You go fajitas. I like that. Hell yeah, I'll be eating that. All that. <laughs> don't don't get me started. Whatever I see food, I eat food. So whatever they making, I'm I'm about to tear up. Man, I'm hoping that they do it.
0: You come if you're coming down to a, a southpaw ride and let me know. I'll, I'll put you on the map. Uh We got the jalapeno bombers, the Mexican rice, Mexican beans. Wow. Oh man, you'll have so much fun, man.
3: That's love, man. You know I ain't coming down there because I don't even know what the hell that is. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I got love for you, big <laughs>
0: I appreciate it. I appreciate
1: it. Hey yeah. Marcel, I just want to say thank you for your time, man. Uh, we'll catch up with you down the road.
3: Let's do it, man. Keep it going, east west. Much love to you guys, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Always in. My dog, Kendall. Go.
0: Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives' activities from the previous session, free from bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an cast production.
1: cast
2: Welcome to Transforming 45, the podcast that celebrates the incredible power of passionate voices. Electric Acid. Electric acid.